Welcome to the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Fairfax. We hope you enjoy this sermon from a recent Sunday worship service. Over the last few years, there have been words and phrases and concepts that have risen to an increased level of discussion in our culture. Some of these words, phrases, and concepts have been around for a long time. Others are relatively new. Some we've begun to use more frequently in Unitarian Universalism as we explore and examine who we have been, who we are, and who we aspire to be. Now, there's been some controversy about these things, and yet it has felt important for us to discuss them. So not to keep you in suspense any longer, here are some of the words, phrases, and concepts. Systems of white supremacy. That's been a little controversial. Christian religious nationalism. Creeping fascism. Authoritarianism. And God forbid, critical race theory. There's no way that I can cover all these subjects in the time I have today. So I'm going to ask that you stay for three hours. No. So <clears throat> I will say this. These words, phrases, and concepts, in one way or another, are indicators, descriptors, and signifiers of the, some of the deep divisions and how various people and groups in this country view who we have been, who we are, and who we should be. Now, in some ways, it's so easy to use these buzzwords. Whatever side of the political spectrum you're on, these words, phrases, and and concepts elicited all kinds of projectiles, very specific imagery. They are often used in the midst of political roles. They can mean very different things to different people, and that can set off emotions that are hard to control and even at times hard to understand. Today, again, of our banned book festival titled Unstoppable Stories of the Band Book Week, it would be negligent to omit raising up how these words, phrases, are used to create a very narrow view of who we are, who are and who we should be. People have been trying to stop the stories of marginalized since the beginning of time. Part of any progressive notion of human history thought that our understanding of the human condition is always evolving. It's evolving through exploration and reflection. Myopic views that only support a narrow ideas of who we were, who we are, and who we should be are akin to an cultural and emotional fundamentalism. When I was sitting writing, among the incredible amount of examples and images that came to my mind, I thought, what if an astronaut program or a desire for space exploration? Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs just sat in their garage and finished off a six-pack and went home they would never have been heard from again. And I'm not saying that everything in the socials are the best things of the complexity 
of what it means to be human with an ever-widening understanding of the experience of the human condition. I know that so much of this education, exploration, and reflection comes from the stories that we tell each other. It's pretty simple, really. If the stories are from one or a limited source, it limits our ability to grow, to change, to deepen, to expand. For instance, here's a quote from one of those stories that helps us expand our thoughts on who we are. Have you ever found God in church? I never did. I just found a bunch of folks hoping for him to show. Any God I ever felt in church, I brought in with me. I think all the other folks did too. They come to church to share God, not to find God. Anyone know where that quote's from? I didn't think you would. The Color Purple by Alice Walker. The Color Purple by Alice Walker has been banned in schools across the United States since 1984, just two years after the book was published. Writer and feminist Amanda Shettle says Alice Walker's first first published The Color Purple in 1982. Set during the Jim Crow era of, the rural, of rural Georgia, the novel is a series of letters written to God by a woman named Celia over the course of her life. She writes these letters as a way to deal with sexual and physical abuse by her father, then by her husband, whom she is forced to marry. It's beautifully written, a poignant story that examines the atrocities that happened not just to this character, but to the black community of the South at that time. In 1983, Alice Walker won both the Pulitzer Prize and the National Book Award for the novel. In 1985, The Color Purple was made into a film directed by Steven Spielberg and starring Oprah Winfrey. It was eventually made into a musical that premiered on Broadway in 2005. And despite its critical acclaim, The Color Purple was first outlawed just two years after it was published and has continued to be banned in school districts across the United States. And while the book could be used to shed light on the black experience in the American South in the early 1900s, it has been banned from numerous schools for a myriad of reasons. I have to admit, I want to say things like, there's a creeping fascism in this country, <laughs> driven by systemic white supremacy and a Christian religious nationalism. It's really hard to say that. It so aptly represents the imagery and the concepts behind the constant targeting of the stories that bring depth and breadth and complexity about our human experience. I want to say that. So I think I will say that there's a creeping fascism in this country <laughs> by systems of white supremacy and Christian religious nationalism. But okay, now that I've said that, thank you, Ernie, now that I've said that, I will also add that these things are deeply rooted in the challenges that we have faced and continue to face as a nation and in so many heartbreaking cases as individuals. 
the narrow view of gender, of marriage, of love, and of personal bodily autonomy becomes even more dangerous when it finds its way into the policies and legislation of those who desire to impose their narrow view and quite often dangerous view of the world onto others. The efforts to squelch stories of the depth, breadth, and complexity of the human condition have targeted and attacked mostly those on the margins since the beginning of time. And although we hope that the arc of the universe will continue to bend towards goodness. These efforts to squelch have at times taken a terrible toll. Since the invention of the printing press, people have been trying to ban books that don't agree with their narrow view. Since the prevalence of white heteronormativity and Western European Protestant society, there have been wave after wave of trying to stop stories of those who've been marginalized and tormented because of their presence outside of the margins. These stories and the people who tell them and support them have fought at times and died to help these stories live from one generation to the next as a North Star in the ageless struggle for a equity, equality, and liberation. It's one of the primary reasons that in 2023, in Fairfax, Virginia, in a state with a governor who supports a very narrow view of the human condition, we are inviting in those who are feeling isolated and targeted. It's one of the reasons that in 2023, in a country struggling with defeating an authoritarian populist impulse. We are holding a banned book event across two states that highlight the stories of those who deserve their basic human dignity. And it's certainly one of the reasons that in 2023, we're never going to stop our efforts to support those who are telling these stories to be respected as whole and holy. Unitarian Universalism, the Potomac partners, and certainly those of us here at UUCF, believe that all, especially those whose stories have been targeted, have the human right to be seen, to be safe, to be heard, to be loved, and to belong. Amen? Amen. We will not be silent. We will not sit idly by. We will not be complicit with this dangerous and disgraceful understanding of who gets to be heard. Love will continue to reach out from our minds, from our hearts, and from our actions as we strive to build a beloved community of all souls where no one is a stranger and everyone's story is sacred. May that be so. Thank you for listening to this sermon from the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Fairfax. To listen to more sermon podcasts, go to uucf.org slash worship hyphen services and scroll down to sermon podcasts.